Hello, hashtag first TV family, and welcome. It's week 231. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend Kevin, aka CBC, BKA, Basic Complexity, and he will actually take it away with our number share program. You know, you gotta. It works. It can work. So, but that's not what we are doing. The number share program is what we are going to do. Are you ready? For the first time, we're pressing two. And the question that comes up on two presses is Huh? Why did you choose it? It can be whatever you want to make it. But why did you choose it? Or do you want to go to the next one? The, mm, the seems kind of bland. Um, I'll go to the next one. Okay, you got to use your creative mind, Kevin. Just make whatever you want it to be. And I consider that. Yeah. You could be, why did you choose it? Why did you choose to eat breakfast this morning? I don't know. But the number, the uh, we already moved on. Which significant other in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Ooh, I like that. (laughs) That would be definitely sorry but would definitely say it's a tie between boyfriend number one and boyfriend number three why you skip uh number two um because it's so funny um wasn't that a song by pleasure p Boyfriend number two. I think it was. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) With his fine self. Anyway, I'm sorry. (laughs) I cut you off. Do you have anything else to say about one or three? Um, well, definitely one and three. Well, I will still say to even to this day, love them both, and they know that. Um, I think what really stood out to me about one in particular was that I was so, so new to, I guess, accepting myself. And yeah, he not only him, but his family also was very accepting. And as far as number three, even to this day, he he just has such a genuine solid heart. Oh, Beautiful. All right. 
So my new song, and I actually just came across this song recently as I was scrolling on my Instagram. I came across a post from our friends at Omi Pro TV for their show, Talks With Myself. Another exciting preview. I'm like, oh, I just, uh, I'm always on edge. Like, I can't wait to see it every time they come out with a new episode. And this episode, this preview featured the song by October London called Take Me Back. And it has a real kind of older song kind of vibe. And I was like, oh, did they just choose to play like an old throwback song for this preview or or what? And I was like, who's that? What's the name? October London? I, I didn't know what it was. And I looked it up and October London is actually a singer and a modern singer with a new album called The Rebirth of Marvin. Oh my gosh, he sings his butt off. And I, I've, I've been uh, digging into the repertoire <laughs> of his and he, he's outstanding and he also I saw one of his live performances produced by uh, Snoop Dogg or whatever, because guess what? Guess what, Kevin? I talked to you about this before the show, so you know what. But October London is one of the newly signed artists on Snoop Dogg's newly acquired Death Row Records. Yes. Yes. And it's like, wow, okay, that's interesting. So perhaps Death Row Records, you know, might be in for a uh, an image change a little bit. And, you know, w- watching one of his videos, he did start off the video with him getting out of jail. I'm like, oh, it's one of those things, okay. <laughs> but he is exceptional. And this might be the start of something brand new, beautiful, with Death Row Records. And Snoop Dogg, it's my understanding, also is coming out with a new album called B.O.D.R., Back on Death Row. Uh, I, I, I think it's cool that he's taking charge of Death Row, especially considering that for a time, little known fact, Death Row Records was bought by a different company. And then when that company had issues or whatever, it was sold to Hasbro, the toy company. (laughs) So that means that Death Row Records was under a toy company. So now it is Snoop Dogg's. So I'm like, okay. and. Of the two artists that I know of from this rebirth of Death Row Records, like he's got some really good stuff going. So I look forward to the future of seeing what they do, like bringing back like real, 
I don't like it when people say real music, but bringing back just excellent music. Because again, October in London sings his butt off. Entitling his album, The Rebirth of Marvin, is not just a shot in the dark kind of over kind of exaggeration. Like he can sing. So I'm like, wow, that, that's interesting. And uh, Hip Hop DX, they interviewed Snoop Dogg. And after their interview, they asked, do you think Death Row Records could make a comeback? We will see. Right now, I, I know of two excellent singers on Death Row Records. So I'm like, maybe they're going to have a... Uh, different kind of um, vibe with it. <laughs> Did I'll ask you, um, do you think Death Row Records can come back? I, I think with the- I know, I put you on the spot. <laughs> I think what they will, well, they will definitely have to look into just a complete or not not a complete but major uh, I don't think I want to say rebranding but uh, reinvent reinventing uh, the label they want to be so they would, I think personally, they should try to stray away or at least put some distance with the old death, bro. I don't disagree. I will say though, that can be tough considering that and it always comes back to nostalgia. That, that was when Snoop Dogg was in his 20s, you know? Yeah. And Snoop Dogg, you know, the whole nostalgia thing, people love their 20s. They always want to be able to just relive it <laughs> in many cases. Because, like, you look back in the past at Death Row Records. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, yeah, Ice Cube, Ice Tea, Ice, one of them. It was definitely Ice Cube. Ice. I don't know if Ice Tea was on it. Well, yeah, got a little confused. Um, also, uh, Tupac. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was the older, or say, kind of like a throwback what they had then. Then it would be more or less a reinvention of who they want to be now. Yes. And we'll see what they do. October London is a great start. Um, Le 
Toya, I forget her last name, Williams, I think. She is also excellent. Anyway, your older song, friend. Okay. Older song. And I was not, well, well, crazy, because you could say it's old. It's nearly 20 years old. Um, The song, and I'm not even denying this, it was the bop back in the day. And I'm talking about going back to 05. The song by the Yin Yang Twins, the Whisper song, um, and not the original version, that was good also, but I'm talking about the remix um, with Lil Scrappy, free, obviously, from 106 Cent Park. Um, Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott. That that track was on point. The Whisper song, I mean, come on. <laughs> like, that was just the hit at a certain point in time. You are so urban with your Prince George's <laughs> County South. Anyway. <laughs> but um, no, of course, Missy Elliott is exceptional. Um, oh, you named Lil Scrappy. Lil Scrappy is not gay. He's not. I Nevertheless, he was, was definite. Huh? I said I never said he was. He was definitely a crush of mine back in college, so I'm not going to lie. And he was a pretend husband for a couple of months. Anyway, oh my gosh. Base complexity. So, we are going to... The topics for the week are... Hashtag Yay Pan. Subtitle, hashtag Wayne, hashtag Hey Short T, T-E-A, 231, hashtag Singleness Avoided, hashtag Pride March, not in that order, sorry, hashtag Pride March, subtitle, hashtag Misnomer, Hashtag singleness avoided. Subtitle, hashtag upset. And just like we promised, because we are people of our words, we promised we would return with the peak ranks. Subtitle, Beyonce, part two, where we give the top albums by Beyonce per our ranking. And we are coming with that as well. So stay tuned. We've got a lot for you all because we also have Section E. And we're, we're just, we've got so much for you all. Stick with us, okay? Hey, y'all. Now, basic complexity. Are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yeah, let's go. Two, three, one.
Hashtag Yay Pan. Subtitle Hashtag Wayne at Hollywood Unlocked. Hashtag Verse TV 231A. Text Wayne Brady speaks out for the first time since coming out as pansexual. Quote I'm not hiding anything now. End quote. What the hell is pansexual? I look at it as being able to love whomever I want, no matter the vessel, instead of being locked into what is clearly the very defined thing of, of, of you're a guy, love the woman. I'm not saying that I am going to be in a relationship with another man. Right. I'm saying it is very possible for me to be attracted to the, the man because of the person. And I can be attracted to this beautiful woman like you because of the person. I think from my journey, if the people that I love in my life who are, I have, God, so many of my family and friends who are gay, who are lesbian, my, my nieces who, who are trans, they walk outside every day, and they live their real truth, unadulterated, walking in nothing but the armor of love and themselves. Those are the brave ones. So when I look at them and I go, man, if by me just speaking my, my truth and saying, saying, hey, this is, this is what I like, and this is who I am, if that can help in any way, shape, or form, mm -hmm. then I've, I'm mad I didn't do it earlier. All right, so. Okay, so I will say, Wayne Brady, Tyler, the creator, I am not necessarily sure if they are Q+, but I will say that either one and or both of them adding to our Q+, community is a beautiful thing, and I feel it can do nothing but help. So thank you. I also go on to say that uh, huh, Wayne Brady is absolutely beautiful. Oh my gosh, I have it in for, not have it in for Wayne Brady, but I have such a crush on Wayne Brady. And I know we, I, I said I wasn't gonna crush on dudes on the show like I, uh, constantly like before as far as Wayne Brady I feel this time it's an exception because what I will say is I had so many fantasies about myself and Wayne Wayne Brady and myself and while before I had right about a 0% chance to ever fulfill those fantasies with Wayne Brady, now that he's come out as pansexual, my chances have moved up from right about 0% to 
to about zero <laughs> percent still because and I, I wanted to speak to this because there are also other same gender loving celebrities that I know of who have to be in the closet for the sake of their career, because if it got out that they were a same gender loving person, it could ruin their career because of all the fans that are into them and attracted to them. But I feel this is a good point to say that, look, gay, straight, pan, whatever, your chances with them are about 0%. And them coming out as gay, straight, pan, or whatever, your chances with them are still right about at 0%. So there's no need to hate. And... Uh, basic complexity, I'll do it in my one minute. <laughs> all right um and all right just to tack on a little note to that like shit from zero to percent to zero percent i wouldn't quite say that i'll say from zero percent to point zero 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 maybe one <laughs> yeah. I don't that agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. Now, after hearing that Wayne Brady came out as pansexual, um, he clearly started to explore and be open about his sexuality. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I have. So I, I will say um, to my credit, if you will, I said about 0%. It went from about 0% to about 0%. So anything is possible, right? But it's still about 0%, you know? And that's okay. And ladies out there who are attracted to men who... I remember this one girl in high school because we were boys and girls, so she wasn't a woman, but or a young, she, she was a young woman. Anyway, just like I was a young man. Anyway, we were boys and girls. I, I say boys and girls in high school. I say the switch comes in after high school. Anyway, but when she she saw something on BET where Usher was having an interview and Usher was like, 
they asked Usher, they, they were like, you must love your women fans, don't you, Usher? And Usher's response was, I love the men, too. And what she took that as, she went to school the next day and cried to everyone how Usher came out as gay because he said that he loves the men, too. And it's like, that's not what he was saying. I don't interpret it as such. Right. And nevertheless, your chance with Usher went from right about at a zero to right about at a zero. So it's like, okay, whatever. And I'll say as far as Wayne Brady's interview with that woman as I start my one minute, because I just finished the rest of your time, Kevin. But as I said in that interview with the woman, I feel like it... I don't know if he had a crush on her. Um, sh sure, she was beautiful. She kind of reminds me of my mom a little bit, like especially with her hair and like the waterfalls like that. But it kind of came across to me like he was trying to tell her, I'm doing this interview with you. And yes, I'm coming out as Pan, but my I will more than likely be with a woman. I don't want to be with a man. I can call a man attractive, but I don't want to be with a man, which forms the difference between hetero-romantic and homosexual. And I don't think that he's homosexual either. You know, he's pansexual. But I kind of think, again, going back to what I said in the beginning, it's good to have more people speaking the pan thing. Like, I'm into whatever. Hearts, not parts. Troy used to say that. And I always loved that. Hearts, not parts. I, I think that's a beautiful thing. Now, my one sentence is, it is beautiful if all were... Ass yes, if all people were assumed to be pansexual by default until they end up in a loving relationship with someone and while they're the duration of that relationship, then they'll be that thing, whatever it is, be it homosexual or heterosexual. Otherwise, everyone just be assumed to be pansexual. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And yeah, that can be problematic if it became like, yeah, you know, everybody's pan until they settle down with the opposite sex gender, right? if it becomes that, that would be a problem. Like it would be easier for a closeted heterosexual man to be like, yeah, no, I effed him, but I didn't kiss him. Like dudes used to say with me, you know, I said back, back in my thought sexual exploration days in college, a 
occasionally I came across a couple of dudes and then, then I stopped, but came across a couple of dudes who were like, I'd be like, Hey, let's kiss. They'd be like, Oh, I'm sorry. I reserved my lips only for women, but you can suck my dick. <laughs> and I'd suck his dick. And uh, again, I only did it a couple of times, but it, that was it. It was just so dehumanizing. And I would hate for our journey to pansexual to become that. Get, use gay connection strictly for sexual pleasure, but settle down with a person of the opposite gender when you're ready to settle and to do the family thing. Because us gays can do the family thing too. Base complexity, you're, <laughs> you're one squared. <laughs> I know I took like one to the eighth power, but whatever. <laughs> You're one squared for A. All right. Um, yeah, I was just trying to get this memorized. All right. So as with uh, a lot of people, um, he has started to come or to come out and become becoming more comfortable with this sexuality. And that is what I have. With his absolutely beautiful self. Ah, <laughs> Wayne Brady. Ugh. Sometimes I'll just watch I, I don't even own, if I'm in a vicinity with a television and I have the option to change channels, I'll sometimes watch The Price is Right just <laughs> to look at his beautiful self. Anyway, the hashtag Verse TV family, yes or no question, might the world be better if we all start off assumed to be pansexual and then grow our own way, whatever it is, wherever we find love. Base complexity. Are you ready for topic B? Yeah. The Hey Short T topic. And I'm first again. Hashtag Hey Short T 231 at some Asian dude. Hashtag Verse TV 231B. Queer people don't grow up as ourselves. We grow up playing a version of ourselves that sacrifices authenticity to minimize humiliation and prejudice. The massive task of our adult lives is to unpick which parts of ourselves are truly us and which parts were created to protect us. Okay, it's not playing it. Which parts were created to protect us is what was said. And my 10 second response is absolutely. And yes, I've heard of positive change in this department, which is good. And again, to quote Donny Hathaway, in 1973, someday we'll all be free. Base complexity, 
your shorty. Okay. Um, just, I noticed in my, wow, very late teens, um, that you first and most importantly, you're the first to come out to yourself. And then beyond that, that actually shows you who true friends are because real friends, straight or gay, they won't care. <laughs> and some sometimes it's a difficult situation. Um, you could even lose friends in, well, I think rare cases, but I could be wrong. In some cases, you might even lose family members. It happens. And yeah, like I said, you have to just accept yourself and come out to yourself first. All right. Well, well for your quickie, um, sure. And I made that face because it's like, what in the world do you mean in some cases? There are many of documented cases where it happens unfortunately it's horrible and there are many cases where it doesn't happen fortunately but there are many cases where it does exactly all right part of me wanted to ask can i read it again let, let, let me read mine one more time because i wasn't even holding my mic when i read it so Absolutely, and yes, I've heard of positive changes in this department. And again, to quote the amazing Donny Hathaway, someday we'll all be free. Now, are we ready for topic C? Yes. Do you see? I'm being funny. Hashtag first TV. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Two, three, one.